What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Modern Day Marketer. I'm your host, Brett McGrath, lead marketing at The Juice. Excited to have Kat John, who leads our customer success on the program today. Thought it was a good time to share the customer voice, talk about all the cool things that they are doing inside The Juice. Tons of good feedback, always good when Kat comes on the program. This episode serves as a momentum builder for a new release that is happening a week from Thursday on June 15th. You are going to want to check out all the Juice channels. We've got a really cool update, revenue impact dropping. Um, This is something we're really excited about. And I talk with Kat about this update because some of our customers are already using it. Also, June 8th, this week, we are hosting an amazing event that we think you should probably be a part of. We are hosting How to Use AI Without Losing Your Brand Voice. Shout out to Primo for being the premium sponsor. We've got Hibba from Copy AI, Felicia from a Primo, and Elizabeth from Market Muse. It's going to be a fun conversation. Let's be done with the plugs for now, and let's kick it to the conversation. All right, everybody. It has been a while since we have Cat on the podcast. And typically when Cat comes on, we talk brand partners slash customers because Cat is responsible for managing all of those relationships at the Juice. And we've been fortunate that um, there have been more of those relationships to manage. I know at times, Cat, you probably feel like you're spread a little thin <laughs> like the rest of us, but that's what we uh, do as just a growing, ambitious uh, software company. So we're going to talk about you know, our customers, kind of what they're doing with the platform, some evolution. And then obviously we are going to uh, tease a little uh, update that we have launching here in a couple of weeks, revenue impact at the juice, which some of our customers are already using. But without further ado, Kat, welcome. How are you? I am good. Thanks for having me. Excited about kind of everything we're going to talk about today. And it's crazy. It's almost like a moment where we're reflecting on the last two years a little bit. So a lot to dig into. Yeah, it's weird. I Oftentimes I have to uh, remember that we have been a company and have been doing this for over two years. It seems like just yesterday we got our first customer and now how many... Like we've got a, a nice portfolio of customers. And I, I think the that... Over the last two years, kind of, it has grown, which we're fortunate to have some growth with inside of our business. But I'm, I'm just curious out of the gates, like, what's been the most significant evolution of brand partners, customers, things you're hearing, changes you're seeing within our base and how they're responding or interacting with the juice? Yeah, great, great place to start. There's, wow, thinking back to the beginning where we were just like launching the product, period. To now is is pretty insane, but I think a lot of what's driven the evolution of our brand partners and what's most significant is really just like what's possible with the platform. I think when we first started, you know, the use case was focused on distribution and pretty much only distribution. So it was a lot of like content marketers, small marketing teams that were just looking to get their content into new places. And now there's just so much more that's possible with the platform, but also so many more people that we can speak to and drive results for. I think that there's been a huge shift for pretty much everybody in the marketing space, especially in demand generation around like measurement and KPIs. And I would say specifically the last year. So being able to like 
tie into people's CRM and like have intent signals and really be more of a dot connector between many things that we can do for people beyond just the distribution piece. I still think that's core and kind of like the cool thing that we came up with when we were launching the company. But I think that there's so much more that we're able to speak to, which only supports our brand partners further. And I think we've done a really good job of transitioning alongside and hearing the feedback of like these massive changes. And really, I mean, if you look at our product roadmap between like December to now, it's really been based on kind of everything that came up in the fall with everybody being measured on new and different things that are going to be supporting the growth of their company. So yeah, a lot, lot has changed more than I think we both would have predicted at this point. You said something in there that I want to maybe talk about a little bit. And I think that when we started this company and you know any startup you're trying to figure out like who are the who are we building this for like who are the individual what is the role what is the type of company and i think out of the gates it was immediately all right we have this content distribution platform we need to go after the content marketer and while that is still true today and we have plenty of content marketers who are the admins of the platform who are uh, making sure they're content is being distributed to the right people at the right time. My observation as someone who's not as close to the customers as you are, is that the starting point has kind of moved up a little bit. And it seems like it's the marketing leader who is looking to make sure that their content and the, is seeing ROI and they're viewing the juice and the juices audience as a place to make that happen. It seems like that's become more of a, more of a thing, um, over the last year or so, is is that true, or is that just something that um, I'm making up here on the spot? No, not at all. I definitely think the marketing leader has been more and more involved um, in the decision, just because I think that then it can impact usually multiple people that report to that marketing leader. So it can you know help with making sure that the content program stays in place and that there is justification for that. It can help campaign managers, people who are looking to utilize content as maybe a pillar for quarterly campaigns and how else do we distribute it beyond like just our website and social. Um, and then I think it's also supported like the demand generation marketer. Like people are engaging with us. How do we capture that? How do we measure that? How do we put that into process? And even like marketing ops has become a part of that as well, kind of underneath that marketing leader coming in. So I think that has been a nice shift just because I think they have a little bit more visibility about how sometimes software can really impact the whole team. And I think too, it helps with like just you know, nobody wants to invest in anything and then like forget about it. Like I think the the marketing leader really ensures that we're being thoughtful about that. Um, not that we were before, but just somebody who isn't in like the day-to-day can really see like where we need to be having conversations around. So definitely think that's a huge shift from where we were in the beginning. Yeah, I think there's a time maybe in the early days when the demand gen marketer came into the conversation. We were just like, maybe not right now, just wait a little bit. And (laughs) that's it seems to be evolving. I know me as the marketer, when I'm trying to build out campaigns and lists of people to target, to, you know, introduce what we're doing to, I have my mindset has shifted to finding specific type of companies and actual demand gen or campaign managers within those businesses, because right now we have a solution that maybe fits the needs of those individuals more than the content marketer themselves. 
I agree 100%. I know I think that's been a surprise for all of us, but it makes a lot of sense. I think that person sits really nicely within the marketing team to kind of make a lot of impact on both sides. So yeah, I, I get excited when we see those those titles and they seem to get it very clearly and it, it fits within what they're trying to measure very well too. So we've, uh, with growth, obviously there's there are customers that churn over time too. And we, as we got our getting our footing over the last two years, have been just honing in and trying to figure out when we're going to market and we're trying to sell the juice to a specific persona. Like these are the types of individuals that are a great fit for the juice. And I feel like we're getting more focused. Customers are using the product in new ways that are pushing us uh, in a lot of different directions. But I'm curious, just like thinking about success, thinking about customers, thinking about traits, like what are some of those uh, traits that some of the most successful kind of customer slash brand partners have when using the juice? Yeah. I mean, first and foremost, I think kind of just what we were talking about, like, I think there's just certain titles or job responsibilities doesn't necessarily need to be a title that I think can tie in really well. Those that have to be responsible for demand generation. We've seen some newer customers be responsible for like, um, MQAs. And I think that's been really helpful as well. Um, demand generation. Um, but there's still, you know, our typical people we've been working with for a long time. I would say like the three main traits of a successful brand partner right now on the juice is really, I would say boiling down more. So less about the company or the title and all that good stuff. I think it's more about the things they come in, uh, with the attitude on. So like teams that are hungry, and honestly are not afraid to like ask questions and collaborate and want to partner like, and they make asks of us like, Hey, like, can you help us with this campaign? Or, Hey, we're doing something big on G2 right now. I really feel like those are the ones I feel like the saying something along the lines. I'm probably going to mess this up, but it's like uh, something along like the dog that barks, you know, gets fed type of thing. I think that people who come in, you know, and not just looking at, the software and the line items, like they really just ask us for anything. Like we're intended to be your hype team. And I think the people who take advantage of that really can see a big difference. I think second, those that use the data to reflect on their content, I think that is really powerful and understanding how it's performing and the audience that they're capturing and getting in front of. And I think just using the juice as a sounding board for new content, new messaging, new concepts, I think is a really smart and savvy way to be using it because it's a single channel where you can really understand the performance in comparison to other channels that typically distribution is used for. Lastly, I know who I'm like going right now, but the third one is just like a team who can see the juice beyond one use case. I think the people who bring in their social team, their ABM team, their demand generation team, their brand marketing, their content marketing. Like I think so easily SaaS because of the finance side of things, it usually is like a single lane. It's like this team with this budget is going to buy this software. And then it is siloed and it stays there and it doesn't leave. I think the teams that think about it from an investment standpoint and pull in all appropriate parties who could benefit from it, I think are most successful because then you kind of get everybody bought in. It's less of that silo of like, these people bought this software and this is what they're doing with it. It's like, you know, especially for me as a CSM, then like the conversation totally changes, right? It's like, let's sit down and talk about what we want to tackle and our next steps and 
your KPIs and how the juice fits into that. But like, let's also identify every single person in that room. You know, something when I'm in that situation of like, there's tons of people, I love it. But I also want to make sure that every single person's name on that calendar invite is being called out in some way to say, here's how you can use this. And this is how you can change your job and your role. And I think that's where we've seen like a huge rallying effect. And I think that's honestly, I think one of the most successful trades I've seen with our customers. I think I just got the headline for maybe our next campaign and, you know, we're just breaking, breaking, shattering marketing silos with the Jews, something to that effect. I love that though, because it seems like when, you know, every week um, we go through customers just in our L10 team meeting and it seems like the most excited you get is when it's not just one individual, but it's multiple individuals with different functions and different goals that all kind of map up to the same thing that are thinking or talking with you about different use cases that they're thinking about of the juice. And I'm curious, like we in marketing right now, it's just this big balance between brand and demand and good brand drives demand and Some people are being forced to think about demand in a way that is not comfortable to them. But at the end of the day, we're all trying to, you know, fill up pipeline for our sales team if we're in any marketing role. I'm curious, like, what's that balance of like brand and demand use cases that you are seeing in your conversations on a regular basis? Yeah, that's a great question. I would say, I feel like it's become pretty 50-50 because even if somebody comes in as a demand generation marketer, and maybe that's where we're having more conversations, they still can point to the fact that there are a lot of stats and data that we use to support the brand side of things. So even if somebody's super full, like I feel like because we present the data the way that we do through our content distribution dashboard, you know, they're able to still say, but these other things are still being accounted for. And honestly, a lot of times we recommend as customer success, like even if you came in using it for this use case, like don't ignore these other great stats, share this with your team. Maybe somebody else can basically own that and have that number and they didn't really have to do anything for it. Like, why not? I think if you asked me this question last year, it would have been like more like 80 brand 20 demand maybe last spring, but I I think it's been a pretty big shift um, given a lot of what we've talked about, just a lot of changes and pushing a lot of marketers into more KPIs that support growth and and measurement of that. So I would definitely say 50-50 at this point right now. I like it. It's good to have the balance. Um, One of the things that I've been thinking about on the marketing side, and you've probably heard me talk about it in team meetings, but it's just this opportunity that I think we have to be a platform that elevates and helps marketers past what they're getting with traditional content syndication right now. I've been beating this drum. We're going to continue to beat it with this launch that we have coming up that we're going to talk about here in a second. But I'm curious, like, do customers who are using the juice talk to you about like previous use cases or existing use cases with traditional content syndication when they use the juice? What kind of reaction do you hear most? I'm just curious, like the compare and contrast between the two. Yeah, I definitely think, especially if somebody comes from a background where they've used content syndication, it it does come up. It comes up without us really even asking about it. Um, And there's definitely comparing and contrasting. I, I think those that have used content syndication in the past primarily call out 
just seeing more positive effects. They also call it the way that the juice is pretty unique and the fact that we are building the appropriate audience, whereas previously it's just kind of put out to an audience. And typically I feel like based on my conversations, once again, without me digging into it, like they openly say like it wasn't a positive experience. It didn't you know, create impact for them in the way that they had hoped when they set out to have that content syndication experiment. So I really think where we're unique is just that high quality audience. And the fact that within our data, we can like literally tell you like this person's an account match. This person's a persona match based on what you told us about what your team has defined as your ideal buyer and your ideal company to be going after. So I think that's really where we're able to connect more dots, not only distributing that content, but we have a great audience and we can actually prove the data. And now with revenue impact coming out, not only can we prove the data, show you the data, show you, you know, a little bit about those members and what they were doing with your brand, but now we can actually tie that directly to your revenue, your pipeline. Like that is like a league of its own in the content syndication world. So you just, the, the best conversations are when you just like go to the next area where I want to go. And so you just set it revenue impact and letting everyone know just like explicitly this conversation we're using as a way to build momentum for our revenue impact launch that is going to be happening a week from Thursday that this goes out. So you're going to want to check out. What we're trying to do is just give you as much context from possible as possible. And our best way to do that is to pull information insights from our customers. And the best person to help us do that is Kat, who's talking with customers every day. So revenue impact, we're going to be sharing a lot. If you're following the juice anywhere, you're going to, you're going to see it. It's going to be uh, it's something we're really excited about, but we already have customers that are currently using it. So what has been the reaction so far from our customers who are hooked up, who are using revenue impact and are getting that data on ROI of their content? Content. What kind of things are you hearing? Yeah, lots of excitement, lots of like, oh man, wait, this is available. We just uh, last week started putting it into like a Monday email we sent to all of our customers for the first time. And so I got to shoot an extra ping just to be like, making sure you see this. And there was a lot of really, really positive emails back, which people don't need to do. We're all very busy. Like even just sending like a couple sentences, I think for most of us is like, you are you are going and stepping into that. So that was exciting to be able to share with the greater team. Just like, yeah, this is great. Been waiting for this, maybe some questions. So I think it's been very positive so far. I think, you know, it's really the first opportunity to really connect the dots between your content program and like actually answering the question about like, how is this supporting growth? So a lot of teams uh, that I work with are measured on like marketing pipeline. Some that's probably the, one of the biggest things that people are measured on. A lot are also measured on like um, MQAs and just kind of understanding like, are they helping the demand generation? Are they helping the sales team? So to have that data, you know, that they typically don't have access to, or like have to sit down and like try to tie things together and like get their credit and get their receipt. The power that we like provide you that receipt is I think really disrupting what we do. And I think, yeah, people are amped about it. And I'm excited to not only continue to roll it out for our customers, but also in addition to that, just like as we are launching it, just other people knowing that the power is available for them too. Awesome. I am excited to share more information soon. Maybe to round this out, 
We talked a lot about what's happened, what's happening, and what is going to happen. Maybe what excites you most about the future of the product and the needs that we're building. We just have we have our product meetings every week, so we get a little peek behind the curtain on what's what's going to be happening or what's being built. But maybe what excites you most about what we're building and just the needs of our customers that you hear regularly? Yeah, I mean, I could sit here and like. I won't spoil anything that Chris and Tony are working on right now. Um, But like Brett said, more to come. I think just the general possibility of having more available to our customers that support the idea that marketing and sales can actually be like friends and be on the same team and be in line with like the same goals. And it doesn't require like a, like almost blame game of like, well, I did this and I, I, they didn't respond to me or whatever it may be. I think, you know, I see the way that our own team works with our data and I see you and Kate and just like in lockstep, like I think the power of the data and the revenue impact is like pretty much just making sure everybody gets kind of the credit for what they're doing and can show proof that your content program is helping you and it is driving people to become a part of your brand in many different pathways. If that's as simple as just like a free trial, or if it's like becoming an enterprise company um, and customer. So I think just the way that we're able to distribute to the right audience at the right time marketers can better utilize the data to also make sure that their strategy is working while creating that demand that can be used in a variety of different ways. And I think just being like a dot connector is like the simplest way to say that like, that's going to be our continued future is just doing more to integrate into people's workflows, make it, you know, easy for them to see the clear path of what's happening with their buyers. Um, so yeah, I think that's what I'm I'm most excited about. I think this is just the beginning. Um, so I think this launch specifically, I think you and I would probably agree is pretty special. We've done lots of launches. We've done lots of things, but I, I think that this one is, is really going to set itself apart in this is just, I think, the beginning of what we'll be able to do to support those people. Kat, always nice to have you on the program to talk customers and what's ahead. We will do this again. Thank you so much. Yeah, looking forward to it. Thanks for having me. Always enjoy talking customers with Kat. I have loved watching the evolution of the customer on the juice since I've been here for the last two years. A lot of exciting things ahead. Make sure you check out that event we're hosting, How to Use AI Without Losing Your Brand Voice. The link is in the show notes. You can sign up. Also, a week from Thursday, we'll be dropping revenue impact. You're not going to want to miss it. Take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. We'll be back. More Modern Day Marketer on the other side.